Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Stocks continue to march higher, extending a robust rally since the beginning of the month. Inflation appears to be contained, interest rates are cooling, and the time-tested Dow theory signals bullish momentum. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is GAINS. All right, on today's GAINS podcast, we'll have both Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital, and Chuck Carlson, CEO of Horizon Investment Services, weigh in on what's behind the current rally and if the market still has legs to run. Up first, Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital here in Chicago and author of the book Calculated Risk. Well, Mike, the November rally continues on Wall Street. We've just completed another big update for stocks. Let's start the convo there. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, well, you know, the rally continues, as you said. Um, it's, in my opinion, it's been driven just as the sell-off was driven by rates. And, and uh, you can talk about corporate earnings. You can talk about geopolitics. Certainly these are factors, but the big game changer that, that has driven uh, the markets is, is uh, 10-year and 30-year yields. And they've come back down. Uh, the ten-year scared scared us would blow up would a blow off top over five percent, and now it's back under four and a half. And it's amazing what that does to the S and P valuations. Uh, you know, you've seen the the S P five hundred go back to about forty five hundred uh, from the forty one hundreds just a month month and a half ago. Do you think this has legs? I mean, I know it's all to do with oh, we we have a, a little bit of appearing a, a cooling a bit of inflation. Just not not at the same rate by any means. Uh, you mentioned interest rates are uh, kind of easing now a bit, uh, and, and we, we and this is on the back of pretty decent corporate earnings. We just kind of got through that. So, what's your your takeaway? Do we have legs here, and how do things stack up uh, as we head into the end of the year? So, I can see the FOMO returning and. If it really does as much as I think it will the end of this year, we could see 
a rally all the way to 5,000 in the S&P. And I usually look at the S&P as a, as a gauge as opposed to some of the other indices, although you certainly can look at NASDAQ. But, um, yeah, I think that's more likely than a sell-off or, or treading water here. And that's because I, I think that it this rally has caught too many people uh, not long enough. And you're going to see as long as inflation, and I, as again, I, I look at the 10-year yield as the number one uh, macroeconomic variable right now, and in 30 years, certainly right behind it. But those two things, if they stay where they're at, or even we, we get a little bit more of a sell-off in rates, um, you're going to see a rally into year-end that, that certainly could put us towards new highs in the S&P 500. So you think Santa Claus, the Santa Claus rally, the so-called Santa Claus rally, which I don't even buy 100%, um, is coming to town. That sounds uh, pretty good. Now, uh, in that kind of scenario, uh, where do you deploy dry powder right now? Well, I think you, 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 you go with the winners, which is tech. And tech has... You know, as much as it's, it has has gotten pounded when when rates went went higher, um, it, it is the certainly the market leader this year and in most years. So, I, I like big cap tech. As I've said on on New Business Hour, I like Meta, I like Google. Those are names that uh, I think will continue up. I like Uber. These are you know these are names that have very good competitive positions in their industries. And if, again, if rates have topped, and, and I believe they have topped, um, you know, you're going to see, I think, a rally continue to the end of the year. It uh, doesn't mean that th- that goes into next year. Um, I think fair valuation, the S&P 500 right now is between 45 and 4,700. But I think that we probably over overdo this in a in a Santa Claus rally, as you said, really just a just a FOMO rally that happens to be at the end of the year here in this case uh, that puts us above that range and then sets up for a tough next year um, if 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 rates don't go down further, which I don't think they will. So but but I do think the end of this year, it's more likely to see a, a continuation of this rally uh, in fourth quarter here than than anything else. And the, the names that you just talked about and you've been talking about on the noon business hour, uh, you know, Uber, for example, was even a stock pick. Um, they're all good, solid, long-term holdings as well. So, I mean, deploying a little dry powder into these companies, you know Meta's going to be around 10 years from now. You know Uber's going to be around 10 years from now. You, you know these big tech companies aren't going away. So, uh you know, it's you're not really going out on the line and picking up some really quality names here that look like they may have a little bit more room to run. Yeah, because I just look at at valuations. You know, Uber. I, I don't care about the PE. I care more about the the sales to to uh, um, valuation right now. And it's at three times uh, for a company growing like Uber and in the competitive advantage that they are in. I think the stock is still cheap, and, and I sa- as I said on Monday uh, on Noon Business Hour, I think it's going to 100 um, in the next couple years, uh, and it might just do that a lot quicker than I expect. But and 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 Meta is again, you know, you, you just have to bet on guys like Zuckerberg. You just have to bet on those guys because they continue to over deliver, 
And, um, you know, you want, you want to always, you know, a lot of things I, I look at it as, as a VC is, you know, you care about the founder more than you care about the idea because Bill Gates can make anything work, you know. Um, he can sell ice to Eskimos. Um, you want to bet on guys like that. And when, when you have a guy like Zuckerberg still there, still hungry, still young enough to, to, to care, um, uh, and, you know, you, you want to bet on those guys. So I think those are a few names that I, that I really like here. And as you said, they're, they're just good long-term, you know, positions. There's something you, you put in your portfolio and forget about them because they're going to be higher five years from now, 10 years from now, uh, maybe not two months from now, although I do think in this case they will be. But, you know, you, you, you put them in your portfolio and you forget about them. What's the top thing that could just thwart all of this and, and really put some pressure on things? Inflation. And it, that's, that's, it, it's, it's one word. It's been driving markets for a couple years now. It really, you could say since the financial crisis, in a way, it's been driving markets because as rates went down, you saw valuations just explode. And then we finally realized that uh, maybe the, the tenure shouldn't be trading 2%. Um, and, and reality started setting in, and we went back to a normalization. But I think that that period is coming to a close, and we stay in the 4 to 5% range in the 10-year and if that's the case, then, you know, it's going to be how, how good will corporate earnings be, and that will be what drives, you know, valuations in the future, and, and yields will, will stop being the, the one catalyst. But, but right now, inflation is the key, and that's why you saw such a, a gigantic rally today, because we got a little bit of, of good news there, and that's what's going to continue to, to drive this market until – people become comfortable with where inflation on a longer-term basis is going to be. Uh, and I think it will go back to 2 to 3% range, which is historical. And when people get comfortable with that, then they will turn their attention to other macroeconomic things like corporate earnings and, and uh, geopolitical issues and things like that. And finally, in the weed space, I know you follow uh, the cannabis space uh, and uh, keep an eye on it and um – I want it. We, we've talked about it in the past. There's been, uh, you know, talk about some potential movement towards wider legalization, maybe a reduction on uh, some of the banking issues. Wanted to check in with you, Mike, on where we're at with cannabis. Uh, and then let's and, and let's specifically talk about the domestic players and anything in there that you like. Well, I. I, I, I love the space here with the risk-reward uh, situation that is, is currently uh, happening in the industry. If we don't get any movement from Congress over the next one to two years, um, then throw what I'm about to say out the window because th th you cannot th – these companies cannot um, – grow in valuations if they're getting no help from from congress which was promised to them uh by mostly the democrats but they're you know both sides know that that the public wants cannabis reform they know it so if this happens and i do believe we're going to get some movement in the next year to two years especially next year being an election year um if that happens then the then these companies are, are half off at least right now 
And, you know, you're talking about Green Thumb is a big one. You know, the, 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 the big players, a lot of them are Illinois companies like Cresco. Uh, but, yeah, these, these companies are cheap. If we get, and the bet becomes whether Congress actually does what they said they're going to do. And it is difficult to predict that right now, but you get if you get the the removal of 280e, which which is a taxation that's absolutely ridiculous on this industry, but because it's a Schedule One narcotic right now, these companies basically can't make any money because they're literally getting taxed to death from every side. If that gets removed, then these companies are basically on the same playing field as you know big tobacco, big uh, alcohol, uh, other um, vice um, companies, if you want to call them. And then the valuations will rise dramatically. So, you know, you look at the MSOS, it's, it's what, six, seven bucks right now. You can have that, that ETF go to 20 um, if, if, if there's significant movement in Congress. Again, that's the bet. That's the bet. Just as the overall market, the bet is on inflation right now. When it comes to the cannabis space, the bet is on what will Congress do. And you know what? It seems to be a bit of a bipartisan issue now. We're seeing states that would be kind of labeled a bit on the conservative side actually legalizing uh, cannabis, uh, recreational use as well. That's because the, the electorate is on both sides agrees with cannabis reform. And that's why I think... The, the 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 correct outcome will be that we get something because you can only you know fool the public so long and keep saying you're going to do something and not deliver you know the, these congressmen senators house folks they know that 70% of the electorate on both sides of the aisle want cannabis reform and there's only so long that you can flat out quite honestly lie to the public before they start calling you out and not electing you again so we'll see what happens you know it's election year next year it's going to be interesting to see whether who leads it you know which side of the aisle leads it um uh, and and whether they actually do pass the meaningful things that that were promised to the public three four years ago um, I do think we get some movement. If we do, the MSOS is, and, and all these big, big uh, um, multi-state operators in the United States are cheap right now. And, and, and real quick, you mentioned MSOS. Explain to the Gaines listener what MSOS is. That's an ETF on the multi-state operators in the United States. The, uh, you know, so you've basically got all the biggest companies that are only American companies. Uh, and I do think that though, you know, obviously if Congress moves in the United States, those are going to be the ones that are affected the most dramatically by any kind of movement in Congress. So it's an ETF that allows you to buy the entire industry as opposed to, you know, stock picking. MSOS is the ticker on that. And then final takeaway, final thoughts from uh, today's conversation, Mike. Yeah, again, keep your eye on inflation. The most likely scenario, in my opinion, is a year-end rally, only because there's FOMO building, you can feel it, and if we don't get any really bad, really hot uh, CPI, PPI numbers, uh, that's the most likely scenario coming into the, the end of the year. Big thanks to Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk. He's based here in Chicago. 
Okay, we're going to get to Chuck Carlson here in a second, but we got to take a quick break. Hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I've been told that's podcast gold. Totally appreciate the solid there. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday mornings. We'll be right back with Chuck Carlson after the break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, we're going to bring on Chuck Carlson, CEO of Horizon Investment Services and publisher of the Dow Theory Forecast newsletter in Hammond. Check out his website, UpsideStocks.com. Chuck, always great to have you on the Gains podcast. It's amazing what two weeks in November can do for your portfolio. Let's just start there. We talked a couple weeks ago. There's a little kind of uncertainty on, you know, how things were going. The Dow Theory was clearly still bullish, but uh, seems a little more bullish these days, huh, Chuck? Yeah, it does. We've had, as as you've alluded to, a tremendous rally here. And um, I'd have to say the Dow Theory, you know, kind of kept us in here when things were looking a little a little dim, and but you know we had been saying that the correction that had occurred was still within the confines of a, a market correction within a bull market. We were, I think, we said that we were pretty much at the end of that thing, and it was time for the market to start to go up and go up. It has in the last uh, last two weeks, so it's it's nice to see it's being driven by you know continued favorable inflation direction uh, as well as kind of rolling over in interest rates, and uh, those two things have really 
gotten people excited about stocks again. And uh, for those that didn't like stocks, it's gotten them to cover their short positions, which has added fuel to the fire. So it's good to see. Good to yeah, see. You, well, you wonder if there's a little FOMO behind that because, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to some other guests throughout the day and several po- people pointed out that it seems like, and, and this is some points were put on quick, there might have been people who weren't quite long enough, and you wonder if that's going to lead to some follow-through. Well, you know, that, that was uh, – I, I thought that was the case um, on the first week or so where, you know, you, you had people kind of, uh, you know, short covering, and, and I was concerned about, you know, what kind of follow-through have we seen. Now, we're into week three of this now, and, you know, today was a, a pretty significant day in a sense that – um, you know, you had a big, big move coming on the heels of a really, really big move in the market over the last two weeks. So the, the clearly is to the upside right now. And I think what also is starting to weigh on those folks that might have been <clears throat> short is, you know, this is seasonally and seasonallys don't always have to hold, but this is seasonally a pretty good time for stocks during the year. And so you're, you, you kind of throw all those things together. The setup's pretty good for the market. You've got to you know, we're entering a seasonally strong period for the market. The inflation numbers are pointing in the right direction. We're seeing a significant rollover in interest rates. Corporate profits were coming out of that third quarter corporate profits, and they were okay. Uh, valuations aren't incredibly stretched, at least in our opinion, for the bulk of the market. And, uh, you know, that's a nice setup for, you know, what we have seen the last couple of weeks and hopefully what we'll see going into the, the year end. And, and just a reminder there, you hit on two out of the three. You might even hit on all three. Uh, the trifecta of data points or, 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 or entities that actually move the market. We talked about it last time. Trifecta for stocks, interest rate, inflation, and corporate profits. Uh, we've seen easing on inflation. Uh, we've seen, you, you just talked about interest rates. And this is off the back of a pretty decent earnings season so kind of ticking all the boxes here too yeah it is you know the 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 one kind of flying the ointment among the three major engines had been interest rates and uh uh, you know that that has been uh i mean they're still elevated uh, but you know they've come down pretty pretty significantly in the last two weeks i mean you look at what's happened to the that you know the 10-year the treasury has come down quite sharply and some of the other longer rates are kind of following suit. So, you know, that was the, the the biggest problem for the market was that interest rates. And, you know, if if in fact this this decline has sustained itself, uh, you know, that that's going to be a real boom to, to stocks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, when you look at those three engines, they kind of stack up neutral to probably pointing in, pointing in the bullish direction and the market's reflecting that. And then the Dow theory, it's all about levels. And I've wondered through this market action that we've seen over the last three weeks, has this changed the levels? And I'm thinking maybe even on the downside, do we have to readjust things uh, with the Dow theory? Uh, You're the expert. Give us the levels uh, both on the Dow industrials, of course, and the transports, an important part of that as well. Yeah, the, no, the levels actually stayed the same, and that was one of the things that was good to see. That when we spoke last, you know, those level those levels that were put in held, uh, and 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 the Dow Jones Industrial Average, that level is thirty two thousand four seventeen, 
That's 32417-32,417. And on the Dow Transports, that's 13,556. So those levels hold. Now, what we want, would love to see happen under the Dow theory is that we, we, you know, we held those lows and now we eclipsed the previous important highs, and that would reconfirm the bullish trend. And those levels on the upside that we're looking at are for the Dow Jones Industrial Average, that's 35,630. And for the transports, it's 16,695. So, you know, the the, the industrials are, are fairly close. I think, what, they're maybe 2%, 2.5% away from that. The, the Dow transports still have some work ahead of them. But as you know, Andy, and, and we've talked about over the years, you know, the transports can put points on in a hurry. I mean, today's and, and they a have. example of that. And, yeah, they have. They have. Even, even Last time we talked, I mean, the transports were thousands of points lower than they are today. Yeah, ex- Explain, and explain why. Th- that's the most encouraging part of all of this, is, as I've been seeing those transports kind of follow through as well. Explain the significance. Yeah, well, the transports are probably the most economically sensitive index there there is, the Dow Jones Transportation Average. And so... You know, if you want uh, uh, the best barometer for future economic activity, and i.e., you know, are we going into a recession or not, the transports usually are the canary in the coal mine that give you the, the, the first best look at what the future can hold from an economic standpoint. So it's very important for them to confirm the upward move in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which is what you want to see under the Dow Theory. You want to see both the Dow Jones Industrial and the Dow Jones Transportation Averages confirming one another directionally, and that's what we have seen. So, um, you know, now the Dow Jones transportation average is only, you know, consists of only 20 stocks. So it can be pretty volatile, but, you know, history shows that it can be volatile on the downside, but it can be really volatile on the upside. I mean, today, for example, everybody's attention was focused on the movement and in, in the Dow and the S&P 500, but the Dow Jones transportation average went up almost double percentage-wise what those two averages did today. And, you know, it's it's indicative of the type of moves that can happen. Now, it, it needs to put some moves on here because, like I said, that previous significant high is, is uh, 16695 So it's got its work cut out. But again, you know, if in fact it's a bona fide bull market, you know, the the next thing you see are, are both the, the Dow Industrials and transports eclipsing those previous levels. And again, in the transports, that level is 16695 and in the industrials, that previous level is 35630 So what is your advice for the individual investor and more so the degenerate gains uh, listener? <laughs> Someone like ride the, ride the pony. I mean, if you, if you, you know, if you hung in there when the market pulled back and, and, uh, uh, you know, you didn't panic. Um, then, then play this, and 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 I think, you know, and we 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 saw a bit of it today. And if this is going to continue, you're going to see a broadening in the rally, and that broadening in the rally is going to include things like small cap stocks. And and you know, <laughs> today was an unbelievable day for for small cap stocks in general. I mean, the Russell 2000 small cap index was up almost five and a half percent in one day. Five and a half percent. So you talk about breakouts. I mean, that's a significant breakout. So you know, if you're somebody that you know doesn't have any small cap exposure in a portfolio, you know, if it's you might want to pick up some because, again, if this is a bona fide move to the upside, which it feels like it is, then that that leadership is going to broaden out, and you're going to see 
um, small cap stocks start to do, uh, you know, start to perform better where they have been lagging. Now, I'm going to hit you for some stocks on the upside stocks list here in a second, but you talked about small cap exposure. You talked about the Russell 2000. Give me a good vehicle to get that widespread exposure as you look at a potential rally that expands across wide, uh, you know, a wider swath of stocks. Well, if you just want to, you know, if you don't want to get too exotic, you can do just a total a total stock market index. Like Vanguard has a total stock market index. Um, you know, Charles Schwab has a as an ETF uh, that's. Uh, I think it, it the expense ratio on it is all of like three basis points and uh, S C H B. Yes, S C H B is the symbol B as in boy, it's the Schwab U.S. Broad Market ETF. And, and uh, you know, it's going to give you, as the name implies, broad market exposure. Uh, and you can get that broad market exposure for virtually, you know, three basis points for an expense. So it's a, a really, really cheap way to gain broad market exposure here. And, and uh, you know, that, that there's, there's other ones out there. Um, but again, you know, just buy a broad market or a total market index. You're going to have exposure across large, mid, and small, and, and uh, you know, take advantage of the move here. Dollar cost into that position. Uh, what's, what's your advice for getting in? Uh, in yeah, into you a could dollar, yeah, you could dollar cost average in. I mean, it, it wouldn't be unusual, um, you know, after a, a day like today. You know, you talk about follow-through. It'll be interesting to see tomorrow's follow-through after a day like today. But, you know, would, would it surprise me if the market pulled back a little bit here? No, it wouldn't. And so, you know, throw us, put some money in now. If you get a pullback, put a little bit more in, and 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 you know, and, and try to to make sure that you get your the position you want, say, over the next three or four weeks. And uh, you know that, that history shows, Andy, actually, that the the best way to be an investor is you maximize the power of time. And the way you maximize the power of time is you get in the market as quickly as possible with as much bulk as possible. Fair however, point. That's 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 how, interesting. That is interesting and I'll let you do the the however. That's go ahead yeah. with the however. That's important. However, people it's it's really hard to do that. So, you know, in theory it, it that's what you should do, but when where the rubber meets the road, it it people just can't do that. They can't pull the trigger in that way because they fear too much of the downside potential if you're putting it all in at, at quote the top. So, you know, that's why dollar cost averaging is, is a more palatable approach for most people because they they will do that. They will initiate a, a, a program by putting some in and then putting a little bit more in, then putting a little bit more in, and, you know, it'll get them off square one. If, if you tell them, listen, you should be getting in and you should be getting in now and you should be getting in with all your bulk, they're not going to get in. They, they just won't. And, and so... You know, practically speaking, dollar cost averaging is a way for folks to kind of get off square one and get back in. Or you could just be bold like us gains degens and uh, hold your nose and just back up the truck. Let's go. (laughs) So let's uh, go. And then as far as, you know, we talked about, you know, broader exposure, but, um, you know, UpsideStocks.com, you can be nimble as well. There's some probably uh, some... Some stocks on that UpsideStocks.com list that uh, are probably poised to move if the market uh, broadens. Uh, give us a couple uh, ideas. Yeah, one, you know, and, and one of the things that helped the, the Russell Small Cap Index today was it has a pretty good uh, swath of, of 
small banks in there, regional banks. And, you know, that's an area that really has underperformed. But if, if you're getting into an environment where interest rates are starting to come down, so their, their cost of capital is going to come down and what they have to pay depositors and stuff, uh, you know, and, and lower rates tends to reduce stress in the financial system, which is a good thing for banks. Then looking at banks is probably not the worst place to be, especially a group that has underperformed and is still offering value. And in that space, and I mentioned it on your show before, but you know, it's a stock that was up 6% today. It's Esquire Financial. It's ESQ. And even though the stock was up 6% today, you know, it's still down about 11 12% from its 52-week high. So it's gotten away by any means. Trades for $48 a share. Again, that's Esquire Financial Holdings. Symbol is ESQ. Um, and, and by the way, our clients own own these stocks in the interest of full disclosure, uh, and so do we. Um, another stock to take a look at is, and this had a nice move today, uh, is ITT. Trades for about $107 a share. This is uh, another stock that it's, looks like it's on the verge of a significant breakout here. That's a stock that I would certainly take a look at, and they're kind of an industrial play that would benefit from lower rates, a sustained economic improvement. And, uh, you know, that's a stock that I think is, is worth looking at. And then finally, a stock that had come down uh, and is starting to work its way back is, is Jabel, J-B-L, which is a, a mid-cap stock, and it's one to take a look at. They do kind of, uh, uh, they do kind of fab work for, electronics firms where they build, um, they, they, they provide electronic manufacturing services, basically. So they'll, they'll, they'll build stuff for other firms. And uh, that's an interesting business, especially in the theme of more insourcing in the United States. This is a way to play that is, is Jabil. It's J-A-B-I-L is the name. The symbol is J. B as in boy, L as in Larry. So those are some stock picks for you in, in, the, in the upside world. And then finally, what's what could potentially thwart all of this and, uh, you know, start sending stocks uh, lower? Well, you know, you go back to those three engines, interest rates, inflation, and corporate profits. And in fact, if, if the, you know, I mean, today's inflation report was pretty positive, but if, you know, if we got a pretty negative inflation report, uh, uh, that would not be good. I think interest rates probably still the biggest bug. Though is, has the back been broken on interest rates, and now the trend is lower for sure, or is this just kind of a, a momentary blip downward before rates resume upward? That that's um, you know probably the the, the biggest uh, challenge that the market faces is interest rates, because as you know. You know, interest rates price the attractiveness of stuff other than stocks. I mean, if you can get five percent on your money, uh, it's it's hard to pull out of that and and put your money into stocks if you're getting five percent virtually risk free. Um, on the other hand, if you're getting two percent or three percent on your money, it makes it a little bit easier decision to go into stocks. So, you know, we, we've seen rates come down. If that continues, that's going to be a plus for stocks. If in fact rates pivot and and start to skyrocket again, you know, that's going to be a a big challenge for the market. So rates really hold a key, I think. Always appreciate the advice from Chuck Carlson, CEO of Horizon Investment Services and publisher of the Dow Theory Forecast newsletter in Hammond. Check out his website, 
UpsideStocks.com. Again, that's UpsideStocks.com. Hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option for you. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday mornings, and I look forward to seeing you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.